Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Haithline. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who've experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. What's the best way to be listening to Made It Happen podcast? Maybe from the comfort of your own home with a glass of Marlowe, Chardonnay, Rosé. Either way, I want to talk about the official wine of Made It Happen podcast, Paglioni Estate Winery. Paglioni Estate Winery is a winery located in Harrow along the wine route where their wine is produced in small batches using natural methods and pay homage to the Italian winemaking traditions of the old country, enhanced by the unique terrier of Canada's southernmost region. My personal favorite is their 2018 Marlowe, but they have a wide variety of amazing wines to choose from, because what goes better than podcasts and wine? You can find them on social media at Paglioni Estate Winery to follow along. Cheers! So today I'm speaking with Courtney Todd, a hotel and restaurant influencer. Courtney, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thanks for having me on your podcast, Sarah. Yes, of course. So how about we start off by having you just tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Courtney Todd. I'm 24 years old and currently living in Niagara Falls. I'm in a happy relationship of three years to an incredible man, John. He is a St. Catharines firefighter and business owner of a women's only fitness community, which is Concierge Fitness. We expanded our family in April when we bought a cockapoo puppy. His name's Louie and he's literally the best thing in the world. (laughs) Traveling is one of my favorite things. Even though this year has been a really tough time to travel, I'm still trying my best to make it work. And as you know, I'm a hotel and restaurant influencer, and I love supporting local businesses every chance I get. And I'm also a soon-to-be real estate agent. Wow, yeah, that's, that's so exciting and you know, lots of things going on. So I guess to start off, um, do you want to tell us a bit about how you became an influencer and you know, how you sort of entered into that industry? Yeah, so I became an influencer when I realized I needed a change from working as bartender. I still wanted to be very involved in the hospitality industry, and I've worked in the hospitality industry since my first job at 16. After becoming so passionate of hospitality, I went to Niagara College to expand my learning and to specialize in the hotel, restaurant, and event sector. And considering my passion, experience, and education in the hospitality industry, it's really helped me make a smooth transition into being an influencer in the field. Awesome. And so, yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. And, you know, you definitely have that background in the hotels and restaurants. And, you know, is there anything else that sort of made you want to sort of focus on those two areas with promoting them? Yeah. So I would say this is where passion really came into play. Traveling the world is a passion of mine, as well as experiencing incredible hotels and dining at great restaurants. So being very passionate about those things and mixing it all together, it was a pretty easy decision for me to focus on hotels and restaurants. So that really worked out. And since it's been in my life for so long, I've have that passion and it continues to grow. And I'm, I'm happy that I was able to make it still involved with hotels and restaurants and being able to continue being passionate and grow my passion 
learning about all the different hotels and restaurants out there and continuing to support local. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And I also love how to, you know, on your social media and everything too, you, you put that, you know, you work hard for everyone works hard for their money and, you know, saving. And so you don't want to, you know, waste the time or money on places that aren't worth it. So, you know, being able to highlight some of those key restaurants and hotels, I think is, is so cool. And can you just share maybe some insights or tips for how you built your community on social media? Yeah. So on social media, I always try to share things that I think my followers would enjoy. So for example, I'm super involved in creating awesome giveaways that that I think would interest my followers. And that also helps promote local businesses. So it could be a giveaway for a complimentary dining experience to a great restaurant I just visited, a self-care giveaway, which is something I just implemented into my platform. Um, a complimentary stay at a hotel, a free fun experience such as wine tastings, or even right now, I've partnered with a unique and local charcuterie board company to give away a personalized board. So for all of my giveaways, I try to make sure it's something that aligns with my brand and that my followers would also enjoy so that they can always kind of look forward to something that I'm going to post or know that I'm trying to make it fun for everybody that's following my platform. Wow. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. And, you know, with that too, do you want to maybe just give some advice on, you know, reaching out to those brands that you want to work with for maybe anyone who's listening that's sort of looking to get into that? Yeah. So for me, I always need to make sure that the company aligns with my brand. So I will never work with a brand before personally trying their products or visiting their hotel or restaurant. I always want to be authentic and I want my word to mean something. So I definitely need to experience what the company is offering before I get on board with it and promoting it to my friends and followers. So every giveaway I do or everything that I promote is genuine. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm always making sure that I'm working with companies that align with my brand. And sometimes if there's a company that I thought does and, and they end up not, I, I tell them and I explain my thought process and I explain this is why I can't recommend your hotel or experience and this is what you can do to do better because like I want to help make them a better restaurant or a better hotel. You know what I mean? So it's, it's nice having that platform to talk about that, but I always try to make sure the companies I work with align with my brand. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I think that's, that's definitely so important. Um, you know, especially with building a follower and like you said, being authentic and, you know, giving your honest opinion on sort of those. And then it also helps, I mean, the, the business as well, you know, so that they can better themselves for other experiences. So I think that's so important. And do you have any sort of advice for someone who might be looking to get into influencing, you know, sort of how should they start this or, um, anything like that? Yeah. So make sure to stay authentic to your brand. Um, make sure it's something you and your followers both want. If you don't love the products you're working with, don't promote them. Literally what we're just saying, like if you don't trust the companies and products you're working with, people will notice that and your word won't mean anything because like if it's hashtag ad and it's like a fake smile or you know what I mean? You can, you can always tell when influencers are doing something to be paid and doing something to be in, to enjoy them. So make sure it's something that you guys both want where, for example, I created a theme for my brand and which is 
hospitality and I specialize in restaurants and hotels. But recently I did a, a poll on Instagram seeing if I should implement self-care into my platform because this is something completely different than my brand, but I think self-care is so important and I wanted to see what my followers wanted. So I, I literally just created a poll and asked them because if they didn't want it, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to put time into something that people don't even want to see. And I wanted to have a platform that my followers want to follow and they want to engage with and want to keep up with. So after I did the poll, 88% of the people voted yes. And I, I knew that was something that I needed to do. So I still looked at the 12% that voted no, that voted that I should stick with hotels and restaurants. And I kind of wanted to dig a little deeper and I wanted to know the thought process behind why I thought that. So, and like, I feel confident in asking these questions because I'm not ever thinking that people are doing it to be cruel. I'm just trying to learn about my followers and what I can do to continue making them happy. So one of the people that voted no, I reached out to and we talked about it and I said, what, what, please let me know because I, I want to know. And he, his reply is something that I'll always keep in mind. He said, be the best at one thing. You're one of the best in the area. And if it were me, I'd run with that. So after hearing that answer, I loved it. And I, and I think it's, it's so true because it's so easy to fall off brand. And if you're creating a business or if you want to be an influencer, you don't want to be like, what is this girl doing? Like, Hey, one day she's doing self-care. The next day she's doing restaurants. The next day she's doing woodworking. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You want to be, you want to have a platform that people know what they're getting when they follow you. So like I said, I wanted to implement self-care cause I think it's important, but I didn't want to fall off the brand. So after talking to my friend and him giving me that answer, and I thought that was a really good answer. I wanted to continue doing hotels and restaurants. Definitely. I didn't want to change my brand to self-care, but I also wanted to showcase and tell my followers some of my favorite ways to have a good self-care system, especially after 88% of them voted yes. So what I decided I was going to do was once a month, I'll be incorporating a self-care post and giveaway into my platform. So that way it's still the best of both worlds. And I'm not drastically changing my brand and I'm still focusing on hotels and restaurants, but I'm also giving my followers that piece of self-care. Yes, absolutely. I definitely agree. And, you know, I love too that with that, you went to your followers and really asked for their feedback because, you know, there is a lot of people who, you know, that if they want to expand, they just kind of go in with it and you, they might find out afterwards that, you know, maybe this isn't something. So I think that it's really great that you went to them and really took that feedback in. And I also agree that, you know, I like the answer that the person had given you. And so I think what you're doing is great, how you're able to incorporate both of those things and especially when it is something that you are passionate about and you want to share. I think it's, it's so great that, you know, you're able to find a way that, you know, was able to make that happen. While we're talking about female founded businesses, you guys have to check out SheKind, an independent Canadian retail boutique. SheKind is run by a mother-daughter duo with the goal of making women look and feel their absolute best with the thing we love, fashion. All of the brands that they partner with are either female founded or female led. Head over to shekind.ca to shop their super cute clothing by all female-led brands. And right now, you can get 20% off your first purchase using code MADEIT20. That's 20% off using code M-A-D-E-20. 
IT20 at shekind.ca, one use per customer. So right now, it's definitely an interesting time for a lot of businesses, um, especially restaurants and hotels. Um, Would you be able to share just a bit about how COVID has affected the influencer marketing um, industry, especially in this area with restaurants and hotels? Yeah, so with COVID, it's actually the main reason that made me want to start supporting local restaurants and companies as much as I can. I think creating a company is something that can take years to build, and it's so devastating that a lot of these great restaurants are being forced to close because they can no longer afford staying open. So knowing this and knowing how many local businesses there are in Niagara, it makes me motivated to continue helping out as much as possible, especially with that influencer platform. I I want to share these businesses and give them the spotlight that if, if they do deserve it and like if they are great at what they do and they give great food and great service, it's something that I want to share and also keeping in mind for the guests like us where we're going to this restaurant, we're spending money. And I, for me, it's one of the things that I, I will always struggle with is paying for an experience that I don't think was good. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really nice to, have that platform with the restaurants and being able to support local. But when I, when I have this collaboration or partnership with the restaurant, it's nice being able to give my advice on how, what they can do to be better. And with COVID it's nice to give spotlight to the restaurants that are, you know, following all the COVID protocols and letting my followers know that, this restaurant is making it safe as possible for you to enjoy because sometimes, and now with COVID, like people are scared to go out. So if restaurants are doing everything that they can to make it safe for you, it's that little peace of mind that, okay, you know what? I feel a lot more safer after reading Courtney's blog post, seeing that this local restaurant is doing everything to protocol. I feel a little better now going out and dining there. So I'm just trying to make it, the best it can be with COVID because I know it's a hard time for so many local business owners. Yes, definitely. And I love that that's, you know, what really motivated you to, you know, start into this and to really promote the local businesses, um, especially at this time. And I also think, like you said too, that transparency is so important, you know, not only with the business, but like you said, with your followers and so that you can really share with them the experiences you're having. And, you know, you gave some great advice on being authentic as an influencer and especially with the products or businesses that you're promoting to make sure is there any other best practices you would say for someone who might be just starting out as an influencer yeah so know what makes you stand out from the rest there is a lot of influencers out there and as a company they probably either get a lot of messages or are if they are up to date with influencers because some companies don't even know what an influencer is and if they're learning to if they're wanting to like work with influencers they have a lot to choose from so know what makes you stand up from the rest what can you offer a company that somebody else isn't offering them so know what makes you stand out from the rest know what you have to offer companies you work with and why they would want to work with you so make sure you know that answer. If a company was like, why do I want to work with you? Oh, I don't know. I just wanted to try out your restaurant or I just wanted free stuff. Like, nope. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Know why a company 
should want to work with you. Um, and this was a big thing for me, and it still is. Um, don't be too hard on yourself. So when you're just starting out, it's the learning phase. You will learn what works and what doesn't. So along this journey, make sure you celebrate the small success and then continue to stay motivated and stay humble because I, for me, it's a huge pet peeve when people are just not humble about anything they do. And like, that's just annoying for me. So I try to try extra hard to stay humble about it. And celebrating the small successes has been something that's made me feel more confident in being successful today is I, I did celebrate every small stepping stone that got me to where I am. And I think that's so important because even though I am very hard on myself, I know I always have another goal in mind. And it's like, if I didn't celebrate the small successes, it just wouldn't be that enjoyable. So make sure you're enjoying it and yeah, don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think that's some great advice. And you know, it's, it's like you said too, a lot of people don't celebrate those small successes and especially, you know, I feel like with entrepreneurs and everything, it's, you're always, as soon as you reach that milestone, you're like, okay, what's next? Like you, you don't really take the time to enjoy it. So I think that's a really great piece of advice that, you know, anyone can really take. And then I'm curious too, you know, you've definitely done a lot of traveling and you say it's one of your favorite things to do. Um, there's definitely not a lot of travel going on right now, but I am curious to hear where has been your favorite place to travel. So I would say Perth, Australia. My boyfriend and I went there at the beginning of 2020 and we spent the entire month of January there, which we got very lucky about because this was pre-COVID. So we lived in Perth for a month and it was incredible. The lifestyle there was so admirable. Everybody was very active, happy. The gyms were always full, coffee shops. People just like would literally come in with like no shoes on and just everybody was at the beach surfing everybody's tanned like everybody just looked so happy and it was like it was the perfect weather if for the people listening that have been to Vegas and love the Vegas weather it was exactly like that where it's, it's not humid it was hot but not disgusting so very different than here Hawaii was also one of my favorite places I've been to and a Canadian destination that I would recommend is Banff so I lived in Banff for six months when I worked at the Paramount Banff Springs, which is one of my favorite hotels in the world. It's literally like a castle. So I worked there for six months um, when I was in college. It was like for my co-op. And then when I met John and I found out that he <laughs> never been to Banff, we made it a trip this summer. So we still were able to go somewhere with COVID and it was incredible. I knew, I knew before I was going again, how incredible it was, but without the, with it being COVID and not a lot of people are able to travel there, it made a huge difference. Like we went on so many hikes and saw so many incredible sites that would take, you know, an hour wait usually just to see it or be filled with people where it's like, yeah, obviously it's still a beautiful site that we're looking at, but without the people there, it made it that much more like majestic. Like it was so beautiful and it doesn't even feel like Canada. So if people are looking for somewhere to go and they feel comfortable still traveling during COVID, I would definitely recommend Banff because you won't regret it and you will see how beautiful it is. So those are a few of my favorite travel destinations. And then I'm hoping obviously like everybody else that we'll be able to travel again in 2021. So 
I'm excited to plan, hopefully, again, thinking positives, a new trip for the for 2021. Yes, definitely. Those are some great places. And I know Banff is definitely on my bucket list. So it looks absolutely incredible. And those are some great, you know, recommendations. And do you also have any recommendations for a specific restaurant someone should try, whether it's local or anywhere you've been, sort of maybe your favorite one that you've gone to? So right now, um, now that I'm going to a lot more Niagara-based restaurants, I've found so many new like hidden gems that I would 100% go back to that like I've already been to 100 times now. So there's a lot of great places, but I would say one of my new favorite places, I've been looking for a good place to go for brunch in Niagara. And I just went to the Table Rock House Restaurant in Niagara Falls, which is literally looking over the falls. The service there was incredible. The food was amazing. I got the Eggs Benedict, which was, for me, is always a good choice. I really enjoy it. But if you're in the Niagara region, I would definitely recommend trying that out because um, it's just a great experience. So they, you can tell we had the a great server. She was so thoughtful, and she went the extra mile to make us happy, and it wasn't overlooked. You know what I mean? So that's somewhere I know that I'm confident to – recommend because I think everybody that goes will have a great experience. Yes, definitely. And I mean, you can't go wrong with a good brunch place. So (laughs) I love that and definitely have to try it next time I'm in the area. And then also I was wondering if there's sort of one, your favorite thing about being an influencer, um, you know, with hotels and restaurants. So I have a couple. The first one is having the chance to meet a ton of great business owners. This is something that if you're just a customer at a restaurant, it's very rare that you would meet the owner of the restaurant or the winery or the like hotel. So during my experience, I've had a lot of opportunity to meet the owners of restaurants and wineries. And it's made me appreciate the experience and the business that much more because it gives me an opportunity to listen to their story and to hear what motivated them to create this company. So That's something that I really enjoy about influencing is having that opportunity to learn more about the restaurant and about the owner. And then I also love getting to experience so many different foods and opportunities. So influencing has definitely taken me out of my comfort zone in so many different ways. I actually have a peanut nut allergy. So sometimes it's difficult with food influencing, but it's worked and all the restaurants I've worked with have been incredible with dealing with my allergy. But growing up, I didn't try a lot of new foods because I only ate what I knew what was safe. So now being older, I finally have started trying new foods and dishes that I would have never tried before influencing. I feel as an influencer, if you're getting the same thing at every restaurant, like like I, I love pizza, but I'll try to like switch it up. You know what I mean? Oh, I'll try this pizza out. Cause if I, it'd be kind of boring if you're following me for food recommendations and all of my food is a pepperoni and cheese pizza or a hamburger, you know what I mean? So I'm trying to really try new things or new, the popular dishes or a new dish. So it's like, if the owner or if the server asks me like, what were your thoughts? I know that I can be truthful and honest and sometimes you could probably relate if you go to a restaurant and you just say, Oh yeah, it was good. But like it wasn't. So now I'm trying these different foods that I don't think I would ever 
have tried before because now I feel like I, I should be, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, this is the time to try something new because you don't want to be a boring person who has pepperoni and cheese pizza and you're posting about that every single restaurant you go. So trying new foods um, and knowing that these restaurants are accommodating my allergy has been one of the favorite things for influencing for me. Yes, definitely. I, I can definitely see that. And, you know, sometimes when it's you're trying that new food, it's something that really surprises you, especially when it's something you wouldn't normally get and you, it ends up being amazing. And, you know, it's it, it always is great to sort of find those new things. So, I mean, it's definitely great too. And, you know, hearing those recommendations and thank you so much for, you know, sharing all of your advice and your story of how you got into this and all of those insights. And would you just like to let our listeners know where they can find you online? Yeah, so you can find me at by Courtney Todd on Instagram. I also have the same username for TikTok, which try not to judge me because I'm in the learning phase of that. So <laughs> there's no professional TikTok videos there, but I'm trying. And then I also have a website where I post a lot of articles about my experiences with food, hotels, restaurants, and some self-care and beauty articles as well. So that's www.bycourtneytodd.com. So feel free to check that out as well. And if you want, send me a message and I'd love to connect with you and hear some of your favorite restaurants. And if you have any questions, I'm, I love to help out as much as I can as well. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.